What is up, everybody? We are rolling audio here today on episode 53 of The Hotter Show. How are you doing? I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day so far. Thank you so much for tuning in and clicking that play button on part one of my conversation with Anthony from Out of My League. Holy crap, guys. Um, just a short intro today because this podcast and part two... Uh, were so amazing. Um, I, I, the the amount of conversation <laughs> that I had with Anthony, I didn't expect. Um, we we just we 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 gelled so well. It was so much fun. Um, we didn't even really talk about out of my league till like almost an hour. <laughs> So, yeah, lots of random ass funny segues. So, so much fun. I had, I've had. i never had this much fun recording a podcast, and I know Anthony had a great time too. You can definitely expect him back. Um, this is not, and I repeat, it's not uh, a, a family-friendly episode of The Harder Show. Um, there is uh, some four-letter words that get dropped um, kind of more as the podcast goes on. So just want to let you guys know, anytime there are uh, four-letter words or anything like that, I'm going to try and let you guys know just because I uh, am still going to try and maybe keep them to a minimum. But uh, that's the conversation we were having. I knew that if, if we kept it uh, completely uh, four-letter word free, it wouldn't have been the same conversation. So not really going to talk about a whole lot else, guys. I just want to kind of get right into this. Um, well, thank everybody for the support with the Outshine podcast last week. That was awesome. Um, you guys can check out Outshine's EP on iTunes now. Go check it out. It is absolutely amazing. You guys heard some tracks exclusively on the Harder Show last week. And, of course, you're going to hear why as it's my intro and outro now. Um, so definitely go check that out, guys. It's so awesome. And, again, don't forget that on August 29th, Outshine is going to be on Generation Next on 949 The Rock. And September 10th, they have their uh, their CD release party. So that's a very awesome one to give those guys another shout-out. Go check the EP out, guys. It is seriously, seriously awesome. I, of course, want to give a shout-out as well to my man, Mr. Jason Reese over at Jaybird Digital Arts. You guys know if you need any kind of merch, digital art, any kind of logos or anything like that, you hit Jason up. You can find him on the web at www.jaybird, that's J-A-Y-B-I-R-D, digitalarts.com. You can also hit him on the Facebook under the Jaybird Digital Arts handle. And, of course, you can hit him up on the Instagram as well. I don't mean to be rushing these guys, but um, you guys know how much uh, I appreciate Jason and all of that he has done for the Harder Show and that. I'm only rushing today a little bit in the intro to kind of get into the podcast here because I know it's a bit of a long one. Um, I know that uh, some people dig when I go long, um, much over the hour point, but this one is almost at about the two-hour mark. So, either way, hope you guys enjoy it. Um I was going to edit a lot out um, to kind of make it that hour and kind of stick with the uh, kind of the meat and potatoes of the podcast, which was uh, talking about out of my league and Anthony's um, experiences drumming and that. But I decided to leave all, all of it in just because there was so much fun, random segues. It was an absolute blast. You can tell how much fun we had. Um, and like I said, uh, obviously, aside from his part two, Anthony will definitely be on the podcast again, not necessarily talking about uh, band stuff, but just kind of, again, to shoot the breeze because it was just so much fun. So really hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. All right, so I'm sitting at the kitchen table 
in the kitchen, folks. In the kitchen at living room area of the Harder Show Studios, a.k.a. my basement apartment. And I'm sitting here. I, I've already been talking with this guy for like half an hour <laughs> before I even had the microphones rolling. So finally I said, dude, like, I, I got to shut up and like turn these microphones on so you can get rolling here. Um, I'm sitting here with a man who beats the skins for a very good, a very good, I'm just kidding, very solid, awesome uh, metalcore band from the Bowenville area. If you guys couldn't guess or if you haven't uh, followed me on the Snapchat, which I do recommend you do because you'll get uh, exclusive sneak peeks and so forth on who's going to be on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, join me on the podcast at this time, Mr. Anthony, I'm not going to be able to pronounce his last name, Mr. Anthony Rizzuto. That's Rizzuto. Clo- that's close enough. I'll Damn. take it. All right. <laughs> Anthony Rizzuto from Out of My League. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? I'm good. So we've uh, we've, we've kind of been hanging out the last like like half hour here, just kind of oh, yeah, shooting least. the breeze. And um, like I said, I'm like, oh, damn, I really got to start uh, start recording well, here. Let's see if we reco- started recording like 20 minutes ago. It'd already be pure gold. We could have ended the Oh, yeah, I know. But <laughs> that's always what happens. All the, all the good conversations happen when I'm not rolling audio. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's, that's always what happens. Oh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure some of the stuff we talked about, we'll, we'll get back into. Oh, but I'm sure. uh, I, I guess first, first and foremost, what's what's up? What's new and exciting? Uh, I mean, nothing really. Like I got off a couple shows um, from last week. Like we just played one in Whippy, one in Ajax. Oh, and we opened for Attila. That was cool. Oh yeah, that's who I was. I was, I was saying it earlier. I couldn't remember who right. last, and it was Attila. That's what it was. I remember people were like, "Dude, you guys have finally made it," <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> They've opened up for like the Acacia Strain, freaking like Fit for an Autopsy, uh, a bunch of other bands. I can't. Fit for remember. an Autopsy and Acacia Strain were the same show, by the way. That's right. Yeah, it was them. Uh, who was the other one? That's really um, awesome. Uh, Kubacon was Kubacon no. was the one that didn't make it over the that's border, unfortunately. Okay. But Co- Counterparts was there. That's it. What was Counterparts? And then we opened for Counterparts again, at, like four months later. Yeah, because Kubacon are like those guys are brutal. They're too. crazy. They're awesome. Yeah, as are Acacia Strain. And yeah. out of my league, um, <laughs> they're all right, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I, I got a whole bunch of stuff uh, here, here to ask you because again, I'm actually prepared for once. Ooh. You guys have noticed a theme lately. I've actually been prepared for my uh, my my hanging out uh, episodes. Should your listeners uh, get used to it? You being prepared? Yeah. Uh, probably. Um, <laughs> I, when I do the podcasts on my own, when I do like my random like, hey, I'm gonna spend 20 minutes randomly ranting about something for yeah. an intro, and then you know, 20 minutes talking about some random BS, and then another 20 doing something else. Like <laughs> when I do those, those are all the place but when i do these hanging out episodes now i like to uh i like to try and be at least a little bit prepared have some questions all right so all i'm right. not sitting here like twiddling my thumbs like please keep talking i got nothing for you <laughs> so, <laughs> but um i, I got a whole bunch of stuff to ask you stuff about out of my league stuff about uh, the ep stuff about your gear you use a whole bunch of stuff We've got a lot of ground to cover but uh yeah cool kind of kind of um st- still on the topic of something new mm. um people would shoot me Okay. And like literally burn me alive if I did not ask this question. All right. The hard question here. Oh, uh, okay. Just get, get, get it out of the way now. Yep. yep. Go. Let's go. As of, uh, what was it, about a month ago? Maybe. Somewhere around there. Month or a couple months, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago? I'd say most a month, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you already know the question I'm going to ask you, but. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you guys announced that you're going to, you were uh, parting ways uh, mm. with Taylor, who was your former. Uh, Rhythm guitar player. Yeah. Um, so people would, uh, like I said, people would burn me alive if I didn't ask <laughs> kind of what at least uh, what happened there as much as you like to go into. Obviously, we know that Mav is uh, was filling in for some shows. 
Right. Um, I'm, I'm sure he did a horrible job. But, oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> brought us down. Brought you guys down. I'm surprised you guys didn't just break up and just say, ah, we can't do this anymore. Matt. Well, we thought just about it. it. But then we decided we were just going to kill Matt instead. So, you know. There you go. See, I haven't seen him for a couple of days. So I figure that's. Uh... Yeah, and you never will again. So. <laughs> you never will again. <laughs> but as far as. Um, kind of what uh, like i said as, as much as you yeah. you want to talk about just like you know as far as what uh um so basically i'm not going to get into it too much just okay, no, to no, respect yeah um, of his privacy and all that but um like we still respect the crap out of the guy like he did a lot of great work for oh the for band. sure yeah, yeah like he was the one that came up with the name for crying out loud i still out remember my league. <laughs> i still remember coming up with the name we were actually in our high school library in the 12th grade on a spare and he's like Okay, I narrowed it down to two names. Oh, God. Um, and it was um, something stupid, like start the fire or something. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, didn't you I Dom remember talk that? Because that? Yeah. you guys know Dom was on the podcast before and we talked, start the fire. And I was like, seriously? Like, I'm like, okay, like it's an okay name. And I'm like, because like Umo, like to me, when I first heard it, I was like, that's like a pop punk band. Yeah. You know, what the, and then, I, but I heard start the fire and I was like, okay. If you guys went with that name, and you, you and you're a medical band, yeah. I'm like, I just I can't see it happening. Which I'm a league. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, you know, it works. But start the fire. I'm like, you might as well just be like, you know, we are start the fire, and this song is called Pizza Party. Like, it's just. And that's with all due respect to pop punk. Oh, absolutely. Defend pop punk here, folks. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we came up with that name. They said out of my league. I'm like, well, if we only have those two choices, I mean, <laughs> my league sounds like the better <laughs> so one. That's don't it. You think? Then that's going to well, be it. We spent like a week trying to come up with band names. We're like, I guess this is all we got. So, so we stuck with out of my league, and yeah, that's how that started. But back to the original point at hand, um, Taylor did a lot of great things for the band. Like we wouldn't be able to get here without him. But eventually, it just came down to um, a few things, like a few disagreements that not all of us could look past, and. Eventually, it just came to the point where like we have to separate ways. Like on like best of luck to him. Um, I hope he does something else in the future. Like, oh, for he sure, just, he deserves it. Yeah, but as of right now, he just wasn't the best fit for the band. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, you know, I did get a couple people ask me. Right, and I did mention it like the first podcast I did. I can't even remember what it was, but I was just like, I don't know anything. <laughs> I, I I'm not gonna ask right now like everyone right. leave me alone about it like <laughs> I, I there was like two people asking when i felt like i think it was because like they literally both mentioned me at the same time and they're like yeah. dude what's going on i'm like i don't know i love like, how they come to you like, for out of my life i know <laughs> like they're like tj might know and i'm like okay just because i do podcasts and mention like, and name drop yeah. them at least five times an episode yeah at least uh, <laughs> there was a period of time dude where like for like i literally think of 10 episodes straight yeah out of my league was involved in the episode somehow. Um, and, and like, I think it was my, my buddy, Brandon, Mr. Brandon Bowden, the producer of the harder show. Um, finally, he, he just texts me. He's like, bro, you gotta stop name dropping out of my league. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, I get why. Cause like, you're like, oh yeah. Um, their new EP, check this out, you know? Yeah. Or like, oh yeah, my, my, my intro song, my out of my league, you know? And he's just like, I get it. But like, you did the episode with Dom. Leave it alone. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, 
um, anyone who who, who uh, caught that, um, it was it was pretty funny for a little while. But um, <laughs> I might have to go back and listen to all of them. Just to yeah, I think there was there was literally like ten in a row where I was like under my leg, under my leg, under my leg. Shit. Um, I mean, because I was talking about stuff that was. It wasn't like I'm talking about like. Uh, wrestling and then all of a sudden I'm like oh yeah so anyway out of my league <laughs> this, this would have been so much better the background of out of my league <laughs> yeah the intro the theme song for this pay-per-view should have been this song <laughs> I'm working on it for you guys but, oh, thank you thank you <laughs> but um, so people were just asking about it and I was like ah, you know I don't know anything and so I, I, I had to ask I did have a couple of people like oh you're gonna ask him you're gonna ask me yeah, yeah, talk yeah. some dirt and so forth and I'm like look it's not like that folks it's uh you know, best of luck to Taylor. Absolutely. Um, you know, he's a good dude. So I, I wish him nothing but the best. And I know you guys do as well. So yep. that's that. We're going to get off it. But uh, I just, I, I knew I had to uh, ask you that question. Not a problem. Not <laughs> so a problem. With that out of the way, and now that we're, we're kind of rolling here, um, the first thing I usually ask people <laughs> who come on the uh, the hotter show here is uh, how, how how we met and how we know each other. But uh, obviously, we know how we know each other. Yeah. But um, as far as how we met, you sold me sticks. <laughs> I sold you drumsticks. I think one time, and that's At least, that's uh, that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like there's usually, sometimes there's stories, you know. Yeah. Like Brandon Hastings, shine his. He has a funny story, but like most people, it's like yeah, I just like showed up one day, and <laughs> I was like, hey. Hey, and then that was it. Uh, <laughs> so, no good stories there. But um, well, I mean, um, I think um, when I first met you, I was taking a lead to go get something from the shop, and basically how it turned out. How every other time I showed up at gigs after that turned out, I showed up to get something, and then an hour later, I'm not. I didn't get yeah. anything and just walk away <laughs> after us just shooting the breeze yeah that like, was uh that was what i was famous for at gigs you'd walk in to get something and i'd talk here for an hour and then you'd be like well i gotta go then like, i didn't get my drumsticks <laughs> yeah that's pretty much ex- every time something <laughs> like if we went to go pick up t- uh steven's guitar lee wanted to look at something yeah. it just ends up being like we're talking about something completely different i remember the one time you guys came in it was uh i think it was actually just you you came in randomly and for some reason i, I had this crazy idea yeah um, I think I was talking with Steven about like you guys doing a cover or something at one point. Right. It was just, it was just like there was a like, week long period where I think you guys were like thinking about it or he was I don't remember I, maybe it was YouTube I can't remember. Mm. Um, so he was like oh like, yeah we're gonna, I was like yo I have a song for you guys to do <laughs> and I was all excited because I'm like yo they could like do this song and make it like really different and unique and it'd be really cool and yeah I think you you came in first yeah and like I was all excited and like it was, I think it was like my second time ever meeting you and, yeah. Um, I could tell. I'm like, ah, oh, that's a good dude, you know. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, I got a song for you guys to cover. And you're like, okay, and I played it for you, and I still remember like you're kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> like, just okay. And it was uh, the song was by a band called Sepultura, mm. Slave New World. Now, anyone who knows that song, good tune, but not not like a metalcore hard rock song or yeah. hard, uh, hard hardcore song yeah by any stretch of the imagination uh so it was just <laughs> i don't know I, th- I find that so funny i was like this is gonna like make your careers like you're gonna cover this song and people are gonna be like that's sick and then they're gonna go buy your record nah, anyway i thought that was funny <laughs> but um kind of kind of um rolling along here what kind of got you started as far as with drums and Wanting to get behind a kit and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, well, it's, hmm, that's an interesting question. Um, I think I started getting interested in drums um, in like the seventh grade. What ended up happening was um, it was music class, like my first like actual music class. 
and like our teacher had laid out all the instruments on all the chairs and was like, okay, go. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> okay, like, go. Pick you're, something. You're going to pick up a bunch of stuff and basically see what you like, see if you can play in it, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay. I walk around all the instruments, like the flutes, the clarinets, and the saxophones, and all that shit, and I'm like, okay, I've tested out all of these. The only one I can somewhat remotely play is a clarinet, and then nothing else. Like, I was screwed. I'm like, okay, the only (laughs) thing she won't let us test out is the drums, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go hit shit. And she made us write down a list of our top three instruments, I'm like, drums immediately. And then I think I kind of made her feel bad, like I gave her no other option, because the other two I wrote clarinet and flute. (laughs) And she's like, I can't put a like a bigger guy on the clarinet or flute, especially in the seventh grade. So she's like, okay, you're playing drums now. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so that um, got me into like percussion, I should say, like learning about rhythm and how like all those rhythms stick together on the page and all that. How all stuff. that stuff works. Yeah, exactly. Then um, in the ninth grade, I was still in music. I was a music kid throughout all of high school. And, I met um, Taylor, actually, in my music class. He was like, it was me, him, and a buddy of mine in the drum section. We just got to talk, and he said he played guitar and stuff, and he had a drum kit at his house. I'm like, I have never played a drum kit. (laughs) I've never played a drum kit. Yeah, it wasn't until ninth grade I actually, like, hopped on a drum kit, and it was at his house. This little shitty CB drum kit with, like, cymbals that looked like they were, like, made out of something really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that didn't sound good at all, but... Yeah, like, they they just, the you just hit it, it's just like... <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It just sounded like, literally, like you were just dropping a big piece of metal on the ground. I'm like, all right. So, just started hitting that and got comfortable with it. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. And he's like, okay, we're starting a band. I'm like, okay. Okay, we're starting a band. <laughs> and that was in the ninth grade, and we started playing around, and I started playing more, and then... For Christmas, I pretty much begged my parents. I'm like, get me a drum kit. Please get me a drum kit. <laughs> like, honest to God, like, this is all I want right now. And they did. And, like, throughout the years, I just kept practicing. I played with Taylor a bunch, like, practicing in my basement, his basement, just jamming around. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much, like, the origin story, I guess, of me playing drums. It's just a few happy, like, it- coincidences, I guess. And then you just kind of started banging around on the kit. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think in my, like the 10th grade, I got my first double kick, and I was I had no idea how to use them. And I'm like, all right, we're just going to alternate feet, and it's going to sound cool. And then I'm like, all right, time to play Avenged Sunfold now. <laughs> and so, immediately went into, like, afterlife and shit like that. And I'm like, this is not a good idea, but I'm going to keep doing it. This is a bad idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. So, and then that was where everything just went downhill. You got that double kick. And yeah, exactly. Started playing I started depending on that. Now I play shitty middle music, so... <laughs> No. <laughs> not you, not you. You, you're one of the, you're one of the few that actually, I, I, I'll hear and I'll be like, there's some creative drumming happening here, <laughs> not just. <laughs> I, I don't drum, you don't. Know, but uh, oh yeah. So you, you mentioned um, something I was going to ask you. Oh yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, as far as um, you say, you're a music kid all through high school and that. Yeah. Um. So you're like, when I say classically trained, I don't necessarily mean like. Um, I went to like music school. Yes, yeah, just shit. like you like sit down and can read, drum, yeah, sheet music and so forth. Yeah, I, I can. Like um, when it comes to full kit music, I'm not exactly great at it because of like all the weird placements and everything. Yeah, I never really learned. So I'm like, okay, that's just a bunch of circles on the lines. No idea what goes where. But like when it comes to like, like I was in the drum line too. Like I got good at reading. Um, like just snare music, like complicated snare music, anything like triplets and shit like that. And everyone else would take like 
10, 15 minutes to figure like out a bar. Five minutes in, I'm like, okay, we can play it now. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. What How fast is this? Like 150 BPM? Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this, no problem. Like, I just got really good at reading um, sheet music and just figuring out the rhythm. Because, um, like, I guess I had a good understanding of, like, tempo and shit like that. I don't know how I got that. Naturally. But... Some people just naturally, I think, have that. Yeah. Well, um, from a young age, I was told I was really good with, like, numbers and patterns and stuff like that. So, I'm, I guess that's kind of where that comes from. It just kind of clicked. Like, it all just kind of made sense. So, I mean, that's my guess. I that's, mean. That's my guess. That might be why. Um, as, as far as, like, learning drums, I mean, you kind of mm-hmm. touched on it. but it, So, it was, it came to you pretty quickly and easily for the most part then well um like i said i learned the rhythm stuff from like music classes stuff mm-hmm. like that and i was in like the school bands and stuff so that kind of taught me like what fits in a song almost mm-hmm. like instead of like just hitting a bunch of shit and like i'm gonna be the loudest it kind of taught me like like what a good composition is like what should go where how loud something should be what would fit what wouldn't um and then in terms of like practicing at home on the kit I actually started out by just throwing on like the easiest songs I could think of. Like I practiced uh, 1985 by Bowling for Soup. I'm sure you know that song. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. And then I played some like pop songs. I remember like I remember throwing on TikTok by Kesha, and just being like, "All right, we're just gonna play around to this." And that's how I pretty much got it started. Like just like playing around, just sticking to the beat. And then as I kept going on, then I got my double kicks and stuff. I moved on to like metal and rock and stuff like that and just learning all the metal not the metal placements <laughs> um like the drum placements like i remember i jammed a lot to three days grace yeah like that was well, there's one some of the solid, ones. there's some solid like neil's a very underrated drummer oh he's amazing as far I as love his placement that like i remember trying to learn riot um and just the weird and the kick um like even in the beginning like that like that um, I couldn't do that for the life of me. <laughs> like, I was like, this is too weird. I can't. And like, to me, I'm like, it doesn't seem that weird, but I don't play drums. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so you got to imagine that on one foot, right? It's like, yeah, uh, that's dun, 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 dun. yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be weird. While like just keeping the beat with your other hands. Right. So it's just, it, it took me a lot to get used to like that independent thinking. Cause that's what a lot of drumming is now. It's, um, like as much as you can like keep a beat it's also being able to independently control each limb oh for sure like a lot of pe- drummers that play like polyrhythms and stuff i'm like you stay away from me with that witchcraft you stay away from like i had a drummer friend in high school um he still plays drums he plays in drums he plays the drums in a band called crownlands and um he would always like practice tool in the music room and stuff like practicing his polyrhythms that's um, and like uh, oh what's his name and oh man i'm going to feel so bad i don't remember his name right now <laughs> Uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Cody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cody. That's it. Yeah. Because I know. Um, I can't remember his name either. The guitar player for Crownlands. I I feel Kevin. like such a dick right now. Kevin. Because Kevin, Kevin was like just wonderful human being. He like covered one oh, yeah. lesson at the store for him, and he was going to be a teacher. Then he went on tour. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, no, Cody and Kevin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really awesome stuff. Oh, I by love the way, him. folks, check out that new e- Man- mantra. I believe it is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I'm actually going to their um, EP release show this Thursday. Oh, it's. This Thursday, folks. By when you so you guys are gonna hear this Thursday, as we record this, it is Monday. Um, <laughs> dropping some behind the scenes information here. Oh yeah, I didn't um, mean to freaking uh, timestamp this. Oh no, no, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Um, p- people know. Uh, so, dude, I had podcasts I recorded like two months in advance before, <laughs> and I put them up. And people are like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Just go with it." Um, <laughs> I like editing out all this stuff. Like, yeah, we talk about this, and that doesn't make any sense. But anyway, um, 
so yeah, this uh, Thursday here, so tonight, yeah. <laughs> check out uh, Crownland's EP release show. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure where it is or anything, but... Uh, um, it's at the Mustache Club in Oshawa. Mustache. He's got all the information here, folks, so definitely check that out. I'm, uh, very I'm really good excited for it, so... That's it's a very, very good band. Awesome, awesome stuff, so definitely check them out. Yeah. Um, not a metalcore band or metal band. No. Um, very groovy. Think kinda. like Black Keys. Like that, yeah. That's kind of what I compare them to. But like way better. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no love for the Black Keys really? over here. Oh, let me explain. Okay, okay. okay. So there has to be a story behind it. Here's my whole thing with the Black Keys. Okay, now I say this somewhat with respect because uh, the guitar player and vocalist, he's I. It's not him. He's okay. he's okay. He's not really the problem. It's the drummer. I'll get okay. to him in a minute. So... This was it was more the fact that the, the drummer's just a dick. Mm, okay. And what what it did was he talked shit about my boys in Nickelback. Oh. Let me explain. <laughs> he came on one time and he said, "Oh, those Nickelback guys like, you know, the fa- it, it, it's I think the quote was the fact that Nickelback is the biggest band in the world is like an absolute insult to music." Um and then of course Chad Kruger responded, it's so awesome that the drummer from the Black Keys thinks we're the biggest band in the world. Thanks, bro, Hart. And I'm like, yes! But I'm like, okay, listen. And he, he was like making fun of like, oh, yeah, like their songwriting is so simple and they write the same stuff all the time. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and then the, their, that album came out. It had, uh, I don't remember the song, but just like the songwriting on that album, like it's all good hooky stuff, but I'm like, yeah. I, I could have wrote that. Like, <laughs> gold on the ceiling. <laughs> this song is called, uh, th- whatever. The, the thing. And I'm like, and he's making, I get it. It's got to be the groove. Like, I, I totally understand why he plays like that. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, you can't say anything to anyone because all the songs you play on your instrument, to me, sound the same. Yeah, I am not a drummer, but I, I just I, it was like literally like the three golden, uh, the three black key songs that were on the radio had the same beat. Yeah, every single one of them, and I was like, he's talking shit, really? <laughs> huh? Anyway, that is uh, that, that's, that's why I don't like the black keys, folks. Uh, <laughs> Story time. <laughs> yeah, okay. just you guys, they know the the the, the outside pot episode we I just put up uh, last week there. Uh, the Segway City. That was that was ridiculous. Oh. So every other thing, I was like, "Whoa!" Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> can, can I just say? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there'll be lots of random segues in this, but I'm kind of getting back to Anthony here. Okay. The reason we're here. <laughs> um, I mean, you did ask, I guess, technically. So oh, absolutely. Yeah, I needed uh, to know. <laughs> I, needed, I don't like the fact. Yeah, you know, the last stuff they released is okay. It's it's better. Mm. It's, they're growing, but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to the Black Keys cast, everyone. Yeah. Oh God, I'm, I'm gonna get some flag for that, but that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, you know who is I really like now. I didn't for the longest time. Who of Mice and Men? Really? Yes. Like you like their new? Just stuff? heard their new song. It was on Sirius. Right. Um, very good. Yeah. And Gojira. Mm. Very good stuff. But anyway, back to what I, I would just like to say you've now just alienated all of metalcore. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone in most, I, I can't say everyone, but a lot of people are like. Uh, the new of Mice and Men sucks. Oh, yeah. No, they're I, like, damn I get them. why. Because they're a hard rock band now. Yeah, like, exactly. That song I heard, I'm like, that's a hard rock song. Yeah. You know, but not that I didn't like their 
old stuff. Just I was like, this is more your taste, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't. I I go from fit for an autopsy yeah. <laughs> to like Nickelback, Maroon Five. Okay. <laughs> like I'm very, but like some of like the newer generic metalcore, quote unquote, say that respectfully. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I go like I've heard this before. Right. I've heard this before. Right. Like that early 2000s metalcore is sick. Yeah. And then like kind of for a little while there, I was like, okay, like this is okay, I guess. For the, the first time you hear it, you're like, yeah, this is great. And then, and then it's just like... Here's another song. Oh, okay, that's really good too. And then another one. And it's like, damn, I see a pattern here. Right. <laughs> so you're going to just play those open those open chords <laughs> and drop C, eh? Just, all right, fair enough. Uh, and that, you know, I, I say that respectfully. I'm not talking shit here on no, the show. No, absolutely. Like, there are just, a lot of bands I think that way about, like... Mav's going to kill me for this, but I feel that way about Memphis May Fire. I thought you were going to say Fear the Unknown. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I, 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 Mav knows I'm joking, but yeah, no, Memphis May Fire. Like, I, I don't like Memphis May Fire that much. Okay, it's not that I don't like them. Like, I, there's a couple good, like, albums I like by them. Yeah, like, sure, sure. Um, the album, I think it's called The Sinner, and then the album called Challenger. Um, I love those albums. Like they're really good. And then he released another album after Challenger called Unconditional, and I'm like, um, this sounds like a B side. Heard that? Yeah, I'm like I've this heard is, this these are B sides. But it, it's <laughs> like not if you like... ever play video games and you buy DLC, that it's like the DLC to oh, Challenger, dear. and it's like, okay, so you give us more, but it's not as good as what you just gave yeah, us, and there's it's not as much to enjoy. <laughs> it's like, so let me get this straight. That album was basically the Mass Effect 3 of Metalcore. <laughs> Here's, so they had the album first. Here's that. And then, okay, so you guys want the real ending. You're going to have to buy the DLC. Yeah, absolutely. And then you buy the DLC yep. and you go, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I get? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's, I don't know why I just thought of that reference. but uh, uh, Mav's going to immediately stop covering for us. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, just you'll find someone else. Someone better, I'm sure. It's called Cody. Uh, <laughs> the other guitar player in Fear the Unknown. Oh, yeah. Um, the better guitar player in Fear oh, the Unknown. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> Mav, we love you. Mav, Please. I love you, dude. I'm just joking. Um, I mean, as far as technical prowess, <laughs> I think Mav would even agree with me that Cody shreds, but anyway. You better get, shut your mouth. You're getting your own grip. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to get off it here. Uh, All right. I'll set that out later. Or I'll leave it in. Who knows? Um, but back to Anthony here. Um, I'm a professional broadcaster here, folks. Um, <laughs> so as far as like, I know that obviously like you are like a, a metal metalcore guy. Right. Obviously, I, I know there's also some more there because I've heard in your playing, like, okay, that's that's not... Okay, that little thing he just did there, that's not metalcore. Yeah. He pulled that from somewhere else. Where did he pull that from? And hearing that you were like in the drum line and that and like things like that, that that makes sense to me now. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But as far as like more kind of influences to your playing and some drummers who influenced you and your inspirations and that kind of thing. Mm, okay. Um I think the primary person that influenced me when I first started was I'm a YouTube driver. Um his name was Kobus. He's from South Africa. I think he works for, like, the drum channel now in L.A. But, like, I just started watching his covers at first, and I'm like, damn, this, he's good, and he makes the drums sound good, and he looks good doing it. Like, And I was like, this is dope. This is cool. I'm just going to watch it. 
and like he did one cover of um, "Let's Get It Started" by Black Eyed Peas just randomly, and I'm like, oh, I can really get into this. Like he's adding just extra stuff, <laughs> just a little bit extra. Yeah, but it wasn't like like a lot of people have cut co- problems with covers nowadays where they just like basically use them as a, like elongated solos. But he just knew like what where where to add stuff and like when, and it sounded amazing. And I'm like, this guy's good. Okay, I want to try to be that. And then. From then on, um, I started watching another YouTube drummer named uh, Luke Holland, and he plays drums for the Word Alive now, and I think he's amazing, like, very technical drummer, but at the same time, like, very groove-oriented drummer. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of, like, musical inspiration, I pull from everything. Like, I don't think there's one thing where I don't pull from, except country fucking... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to get into that. But. We are not fans of country here on the Harder Show for the most part. <laughs> well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I like old country. Like, so country that meant something. What people call outlaw country. That's my shit right there. There you go. I love that it's stuff. It's badass, right? He's writing songs about drinking drinking whiskey and shooting your gun. That's that's country. Yeah. Whereas, you know. Today, it's yeah. now about uh, the finding about? the skinniest, most. Um, cleavage showing woman putting putting them in your music video and then throwing in some booze and it's like oh and a truck I forgot and a truck. truck you gotta just I, 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 we shouldn't even get into it no I'm not gonna get into 10 it 10 minutes I here, don't want to get into but it but just yeah no I, I agree <laughs> like but yeah that's what I'm saying um, if you want to watch how I feel about country um, go and look up Bo Burnham um, in his new special, Make Happy, he's a comedian, a musical comedian, and he has a segment where he goes off on country music, and it's probably the most accurate thing I've ever seen. I'm gonna have to. I I, I keep seeing it, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to watch it because I know he's really funny. Oh, it's perfect. Like he sums it up all fantastically, and I'm like, he he he's, he's got it. That's my opinion, folks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But as far as the, the one reason I asked about the influences and inspirations, right. that's because if if you remember. In Six Feet Under. <laughs> oh, yeah. The song okay. that was used as the Hard Show intro for like 30 episodes. Um, the, I call it the post-course right. section. There's this little, this little drum rims, section. Right? You were doing this little, like, little rim shot thing. And and I'm sitting there listening and I hear, here I am telling you how it goes. And I'm like, I heard it and I went, I've never heard that in like a metal metal core setting before that I can recall anyway. And I go, that's cool. Yeah. And I think like, like one of the first times you came in, I told you that and you was kind of like, Oh, cool. Like you noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, like, so, so like, it's what I wanted to ask. Cause I'm like, man, like there, right. there's, I'm going to blow your mind right now, which oh, is man. real quick. Um, that part, um, what happened when we wrote beautiful calamity? Um, it was pretty much all Taylor and Steven. Even Steven like, had most of the drum ideas in his head. He's like, okay, I want you to play this. I'm like, okay, and I added my own extra shit. Now, that rim part, all Steven. Really? Yep. I actually, I actually was against that. Really? As, as much as I like it, oh, I'm you're like... breaking my heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, like, I, like, now that I listen to it back, I'm like, okay, that was a good decision. But when we were recording uh, Beautiful Calamity's drums... I actually had to leave for a cottage the next day you're supposed to do. It. I'm like, okay, let's just reschedule. And Steven's like, nah, we're getting it done. So he recorded some of the songs, including Beautiful Calamity. I wasn't going to include those rims, but he was like, nah, we're doing it. And I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I should. I keep hearing you talking about it. I'm yeah. like, oh, man, I'm about to rock his world right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's. See, this is why I wanted to have you on the podcast. Because I'm like, okay. Uh, that's funny. That's, that's hilarious how those things work out. That's like just hearing, like, you know, I, um, this is like hearing, like, Santa Claus isn't real. I don't know. I've just broke my heart. I have to uh, tell you something, DJ. Oh, God. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's actually kind of um, funny. Um, I had a cousin that um, thought Santa Claus was real until he was like 15. Really? I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> I mean, he, his heart is going to be broken. <laughs> I mean, to me, Santa Claus exists. Okay, folks? No, oh, absolutely. I don't want to hear it because... No, he was right all along. Yeah, I just right, thought yeah. I'd just mention it. Yeah. And oh, then he just... had to start having doubts, and I slapped the crap out of him. Like, look. Santa Claus is real, brother. He's okay. the real shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, is there one Santa Claus? I don't think Ooh. so. I oh, think we're he's... We're going, like, deep I think I think he's got, like, a, a crew of people that help him out. Oh, but that shit. is a... Converse, I'll have you on another time. Thought conspiracy theories. Okay, <laughs> um, towards Christmas time, we're going over the yeah. Santa Claus oh, conspiracy. Dude, this is this is all over the place here. So I, <laughs> I apologize, but just I'm in the mood to talk. Um, <clears throat> anytime I'm around you, we, we always have such a good conversation. I know it kind of like, goes off on weird yeah. tangents, but I really like it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I know people know me at this point. I mean, we're this is going to be episode 53. So I mean, damn! Like at this point, if you guys haven't figured out that this this wait, is have you been doing goes. one for every week? Yeah, twice a week. Twice a week. I've been doing this podcast twice a week, except for two weeks ago. So that means you're over a year in now, eh? Because there's 52 weeks in a year. You're over a year in. Not yet, no. Uh, I started in February, so it's two two a week. Oh, two a week. Yeah, two a week. Well, now I sound like some stupid. No, no, no. no. Okay. You thought it was every... No, I started it in uh, February. Oh, Couldn't remember right. the date. Why does but... it feel like so long then? I'm like, man, DJ's been doing this for a long time and I love it. It feels like it's been a long time. Oh, okay. Um, in a good way. Right. Because it, it's, you know, doing them twice a week. Some One week, it's a lot of... Like, like last week and this week, Yeah, this is not work for me. Like, mm. it, Or even, not that the podcast is work. You guys know what I meant. Like, but, <laughs> like, if I have to sit down and do them, like, alone about something, that's when it's like, okay, this is like, I got to really, like, focus and, you know... Whereas doing like this with you or doing the one last week without China, it's like, that, right. that's not that's not effort. That's just yeah. hanging out and then I got to do some editing after, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, but I, I know you have been uh, listening pretty much from the beginning. So I appreciate yeah. that. So thank oh, you. It's not but, a problem. Uh, not a problem. <sighs> so we're, we're segueing around here. Where we're, were we're, we anyways? We're I talking mean... about a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> I don't even remember what the question I asked you was, but this is what the podcast is Oh, we were on about, about um, influences and stuff. But... We were talking about Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking about the influences. Nah, Santa Claus was an inside job. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but anyways, influences, everything. Go. Everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. Except um, shitty-ass country music. No country Fuck you, Brad Placey. Fuck. <laughs> See now he's one of the okay ones though. He's okay. Yeah. Some of his stuff is all right. Sorry, no, I'm thinking of Jason Aldean. Sorry. Jason Aldean's okay. Back to my original statement. Fuck you, Brad Paisley. <laughs> Brad Paisley's a dirk. Um if you guys couldn't tell, this is not a family friendly episode of the Harder Show. <laughs> As I said in the intro. Um anyway, so so getting back on, on Sorry, on Brad, I'll go on here. tour with you anytime. Yeah. Now listen, <laughs> here's my here's my tour package. Okay. okay. Go. Out of my league. Yep. Nickelback. Okay. A reuniting Creed. Interesting. Who else can I throw in there? Britney Spears. Excellent. And Jason Aldean. 
Oh, thank God. That's a good, <laughs> that's a really good package right there. I think that's a license. Did you see the money. vocalist of Creed got up on stage with the day to remember? I didn't see that. No? Yeah. Um, he got up on stage um, when they did um, the Alternative Press Music Awards. And he got up on stage with the day to remember and sang. Because, I mean, I love... Creed? Love. I will fist fight people over Creed. <laughs> There's like four bands that I will literally fist fight over. Creed, mainly because I just I love Scott Stapp. Like, he can do okay. no wrong in my eyes. I love that man. Right. Um, hey, Breed. Mm-hmm. I, I will fight... <laughs> fight over Hatebreed. Okay, and I've I've almost proven it more than once. <laughs> Lamb of God and Allison Chains. Okay. And my league. Um, <laughs> like so that one's anyone, like a small yeah. s- like scrap. Yeah, so if anyone yeah. talks crap about on my league, it's what, brother? <laughs> Step up. But no, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. It's, 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 keeping a, it's a really neat video to watch. It's like that's what song so do they do? Oh God! Don't oh God. just some random. No, it's it's an, it's in a day to remember song. I know that. And um, he sang it with them. Yeah, and then, interesting. That means he literally learned it to sing it with them. I yeah, guess. I think I I don't remember if it was that or if a day to remember covered a Creed song. I can't remember for the life of me really? right now. But I know there's tons of videos of it. Interesting. We'll they watch it after. It. We'll watch must, it after. Yeah, we'll watch after. They must have covered a Creed song. That's crazy. I don't know. Anyway, but just, yeah, no, I love, I'm glad he's we'll back. We'll keep going. To, I'm going to look it up in the meantime. We'll right keep on. going, though. Yeah, but no, I'm glad he got everything under control again there because that was scary for a little while. His, uh, and I, and, and Sam, my, my girlfriend Sam, as you guys know, yeah. um, we were watching the, the uh, couple's therapy he was on with his wife. And there was some interesting stuff that happened. Uh, doing that so i was a little worried for him for a little while but he seems to be okay now so oh, good okay so um, you found that video there's one that um oh they played higher so that makes sense now um and they also apparently sang one of um a data members songs too freaking i can't see where it is but yeah so they sang higher and then apparently did another a data remember song well, right on. That's cool. <laughs> that's uh, that's good for that's good for a day to remember and good for Scott Stapp because yeah. uh, I mean, singing a, a song with a dude of his caliber, people say whatever they want about him. But that's yeah. still Scott. Have you? Do you have a diamond record? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Have you sold out literally millions of venues? No. Have you sold like trillions of records? No. <laughs> that dude literally laughs at you in a pile of money. <laughs> like Absolutely he does. Or he, you know, calls police stations all messed up. But yeah, that's, and I say that with that was not a joke. I'm being just yeah, anyway. You're just gonna, bringing up stuff. It's yeah. Fine. I'm just bringing up stuff cuz yeah. like I said, I love Scott Stapp and all that kind of stuff and that's cool. The things I've learned so far <laughs> on this podcast with you is interesting. Not just like about you or out of my league, but like random stuff. I I've know, learned. right? This is great. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you mentioned earlier you you were gonna um, do the you were gonna play the clarinet. Oh yeah. Um, was there any other instruments you like wanted to learn, or you kind of always wanted to play and you've never really gotten the chance? Or I play a bit of acoustic. I brought in my acoustic once for you to set up. I don't know. If you I do that. remember okay. that. I don't remember what kind of guitar it was, which is um, weird. It was an Art Luthery. That's right. Um, oh man. Oh yeah. And someone to when I went in and you said someone made an offer on my guitar. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I remember. Um, I don't remember like the color. Was it a different color? Was it natural? It was finish? natural. Yeah. Okay. I remember. I remember the guitar now. I just I couldn't remember the color of it. Yeah. I fine. remember someone was literally like, "That's a nice guitar." Because anytime I was setting up a guitar, yeah, someone would make an offer on it. Doesn't matter what it was. So yeah, I started Luther. How much? <laughs> well, it's not for sale. Oh, come on, brother. I'm like, no, like, I don't own it. 
let's do business. What do you think this is? <laughs> like, yeah, hey, yeah, Anthony, um, I sold your guitar. <laughs> like, you get none of the profits. Yeah, I'll give you 10%, brother. I'll cut you <laughs> like, just... Unless that sold, guitar sold for $30,000, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, just, I always find that funny. It's funny yeah. you remember that because I, I just, I remember the guy too. Like, he always used to do that. He'd come in oh, and that make was offers on guitars. Nice. He'd just be like, come on, let's do business. I'm like, who are you? Go away. I think he just watched from the window and he's yeah. like, all right, he's got a new guitar and let's book yeah. his day up. Every time. That guy never bought a damn thing. He just, <laughs> let's do business. Is that guitar on sale for this much? So that's $400 less than what it's up for. Let's do business. <laughs> what? Oh, just that. Anyway. Sounds like um, my dad. <laughs> sounds like my dad. He's the kind of guy that goes places like, all right, I'm going to get a bunch of shit. You're going to give me a deal. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, like he helped me out when I bought my new drum kit and I had to buy a bunch of extra stuff. He's like, okay. So you went to Lon McQuaid though, right? No, we went to a shop called Steve's Music in Toronto. So that's okay, fine. That's that's still a. Yeah, they have a lot more money. Yeah, than I did. <laughs> so that's okay. That <laughs> they were a bigger st- music store than Gig, so it's okay to do that there. Uh-huh. Um, and they were basically like, all right, um, here, we're gonna buy this drum kit, a couple stands, yada yada yada. You're gonna give it all to us for X amount. And they're like. Okay. <laughs> there's some people like if there's one thing I learned very quickly. Yeah, it was that there are some guys you just you're not going to be able to talk down. Oh, absolutely. Um. So either you have to just say no or yes and just make the decision and go with it. Right. Uh, nine times out of ten, I said no because they were ridiculous. Oh, but, uh, I have I have hours of stories. Of <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. I apologize, guys, if you guys wanted a more professional done podcast with uh, with Anthony here. Why would you uh, show up here anyway? Yeah, come for a professional. Podcast. Yeah, no, this is not. This is not what I. I uh, yeah. Anyway, so, um, so, something kind of funny I wanted to ask you. You, you. Yeah. The um, if you could go back right now and talk to yourself as far as when you started drumming, yeah. anything you'd say to yourself right now, like, "Hey, don't do this or do this. It's easier." Um, I don't know. That's an interesting question because. Like, of course, there are, like, some things I would probably teach myself. I'm like, oh, okay, for sure. like, yeah, yeah. like, put your hand here, hit this a certain way. But then at the same time, if I also didn't do that, I wouldn't have learned whatsoever. Like, up until a few, like, a year ago, I didn't know how to do, like, proper rim shots on a, on a snare, mm-hmm. like, on the kit snare, which was not a good thing. <laughs> because using those rim shots brings up a lot of volume, especially for, like, actually hearing the snare. Um... Like every snare shot, you pretty much have to do rim shot, and I didn't never like could get it down properly even while I was playing, but like now I can, so it's all good. But I think it took me that time to like actually figure out why that was important, stuff like that. So I don't think I would ever go back and like change that. I might tell myself to say fuck the guitar, get a drum, get more drums <laughs> earlier on, but because uh, I got my guitar when I was in like the sixth grade, and I get my drum still when I was in the ninth grade. Yeah, so that's crazy. So, yeah, I might have just told my six, grade six-year-old self, like, snap out of it, get some goddamn drums in your life. So you, like, you, as far as guitar, like, do you still, obviously you still play it a little bit. Yeah, once in a while, yeah. So you're like, well, you're like a, a chord guy, or do you actually have a little bit of uh, no, knowledge? Or? No, I'm the guy that plays um, Smoke on the Water whenever he can. <laughs> I was going to say, if you play Wonderwall, oh, I was, I'll, I'll hand you my guitar right now. <laughs> you can play that. <laughs> 
Um, Frig, what's my favorite song to play? Um, like, I play Hey There Delilah once in a blue moon. There you go. That's a, that's a solid tune right there. It is. It's a good song. I eh? did not know. This is the most random thing I'm ever going to say on the podcast. I did not know that song. Really? I always just think it was like, it was like, uh, a song, a song about like the dude's girlfriend or whatever, right? Right. It's about like a freaking like Olympic sprinter. What? Yeah. Like he like met this Olympic sprinter and then wrote this song like the next day and like I don't remember her name, Delilah something or other. She's like a famous Olympic sprinter, amazing, amazing. Um, <laughs> she's either a sprinter or a long distance runner. I can't remember. But like I was just like, here I am like thinking this song has all this beautiful meaning and like I'm sure maybe it has meaning I guess, but I'm like, really. That's just random. I don't that. Just, yeah. You're, you're I, my respect for the song has gone down a little bit. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I still love the oh, song. No. It's like, I, I, I love the song. I think he probably wrote it for a double meeting. Like, he, he could de- sure, yeah. like if you're bringing that up now, I'm like, no. In my head, it's always been about like a weird long distance relationship thing. Yeah. I, I think he definitely wrote it as a double meeting. Oh, probably. So It's just funny. I read that and I was like, really? Because like, I dive into that stuff. Like, I love, right. like, like when Dom was on, that was like, I asked him everything about yeah. every song. I was like, explain every lyric to me on every song. Because <laughs> I'm like, I love that shit. Like, I like, you know, like he would say, oh, well, this song's open to interpretation. That's right. awesome. But for me, I'm like, I need to know what you wrote the song about. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I just thought that was funny. Um, so when when your parents bought you that drum kit, what what exactly was the uh, was the kit? Do you remember what? Um, it was a Pearl kit, um, for, um, a Pearl Target series. It was like blue, like weird kind of shiny decent, wrap. Decent beginners. Yeah, it was a decent stuff. beginner kit. Like not, well, no, it actually was. It was actually a nice kit. Like they yeah. went to Long McQuaid and like, okay, what's a good beginner kit? And they're like, here's a. Yeah, they're one. like as far as like the quote unquote entry level Pearl stuff because we were a Pearl dealer. Yeah, um, a lot of people didn't know we sold drums. Uh, <laughs> like one or two drum sets, but we sold them. Um, the Target stuff is really good. Like for. It's beginners are even more than I, that. I used my tom those toms um, up until basically I got a new kit because mm-hmm. they're just solid toms like they're just solid drums in general. Which I was going to ask because I know you have that that one really nice white kit. Yeah, um, that's the one I have now. Yeah, and that's is that is it a Gretsch? Yeah, it's um, Gretsch Renowned Maple. That's a really nice kit. It's I love I it. I drooled because like I'm not a drum guy. I wish in another life I'd be a drummer because right. I love drumming right and like i can't play worth a damn but um i saw that kit and i went damn that's a really nice kit oh, dude, I, love it. <laughs> I love it so much like we when i went drum shopping i had i was looked at all the kits i'm like like i kept walking back and forth because it was just a wall of them and i'm like that's that's the one that caught my eye yeah. and i'm like maybe i should go for ones that like are a little more detailed a little cooler but every time i walk back my eyes would just stick to it and i'm like that that's it that's the and, one and it just like suits you like you see it and you're like yeah like that's 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 anthony's kid yeah White exactly Gretsch. like i always thought i wanted something like like some cool designs like not like flames and shit that's just, yeah but i know what you mean though like a cool yeah. like airbrushed something yeah but then i was like you know what just a solid like good looking simple kit that's like all i wanted and i'm like that that's it that's the one yeah it doesn't take away from anything like i find exactly some, if some kits like look like really really flashy yeah so i was like like when you're playing drums like i'm more focused on what you're doing exactly and you're like you know because like you you're the point now where like you're you have some actual showmanship when you're playing drums. Right. You know, some guys, they just kind of sit there and I'm yeah. keeping a beat, leave me alone. <laughs> Which, you know, isn't a problem. Oh, no, not at all. Like, not everyone can be, you know, a freaking like Shannon Larkin or anything. <laughs> not everyone can be good. 
I'm Shots totally fired at Anthony if you're all drummers in the world. Uh, I'm totally joking. Not everyone can be Ed from Beyond if the you Wall. Lo- okay? if, you, if you look like shit but can still play well, that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, not, not everyone can be Ed from Beyond the Wall. Uh, yeah. Dope. Shout out to Ed. Um, I, I still remember. Um, still, he, I, I love him, watching him drum. You know, just smile, how smiley he is. He's like, yeah. He's just <laughs> I'm just here to have fun. Out, just rocking out. Um because we're on that topic, I was going to ask you a little bit, uh, right. a little bit later. But the um, the Battle of the Bands, right? Um, we were both there. Yep. As judges this past year, mm-hmm. um, how, how was that for you? Because I, I know I've talked about it on the podcast, so I'm not going to get into it myself. But. Right. Um, it was an interesting experience. You know what I mean? Oh, like I I've never had to like sit there and critique other bands. Like I've, I always sit there at shows, kind of like watching people and be like okay, like I like that or I didn't like that, but I've never had to sit down and write down on a piece of paper mm-hmm. what I did and didn't like because I'm like, am I sounding like an asshole? Like, is that what I yeah. am now? <laughs> am I an asshole now? Is yeah. That- like, it, it was, but I guess it kind of, was kind of easier for me in a sense because I knew what, like, good showmanship was and what oh, it felt sure. like. Like, um, when, freaking, what's her name? Uh, we Are X's vocalist came and, like, serenaded yeah, that me. that was awesome. I, I was crying laughing, but I'm like, like I, I thought it was hilarious and it was cool, but I'm like, I can't like give you any extra points yeah. for that. Like I don't know, if that's what you're going for. Yeah, no, I know it knowingly. Like I don't, I shouldn't say I know the guy. But, like I've talked to him a couple times on Facebook. I know right. he's a good dude. He, he is a good doing, guy. He wasn't doing that to no exactly. Suck up. He was just doing it to be entertaining because he's yeah. literally a showman. He is, but and talented as hell too. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Lee. <laughs> Um, he actually organized our show in Whippy. Eh? Um, oh yeah, he works at the music scene there. Oh cool. I yeah. So he um, set that whole show up. It was us, Fear the Unknown, Crane, and Death by Carl, which was yeah. X Will and the Bishops. Yes. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna have those guys on the podcast too. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. So that would be an interesting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it would actually. Um, but yeah. Anyways, um, by all the bands, it was really it was weird. That's it. It's a yeah. it was a weird feeling, like mm. like knowing like actual like things are on the line depending on what I think. Yeah, but it kind of helped that all of us were on the same page. Like we all understood. Oof, thank like, God. Oh yeah, like if there was one outlier, I would have gotten too stressed. I'm like, just deal Dude. with it yourselves. Yeah, I mean, you were sitting next to me. You guys know I did. I think it was episode uh, thirty one was the battle of the bands uh, mm-hmm. kind of review, I guess. And I mean, I, I said it pretty bluntly. I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing that again. That yeah. stressed me. I mean, you know, you were sitting next to me the whole night. And I'm just like, dude, like, these guys were awesome. I I can't critique <laughs> this. Like, I can't. I am not of the, who the hell am I right. to say, yes, uh, you guys weren't, you know, there wasn't enough showmanship here. Right. So I, I found that hard. I was like, no. Because like, I, I like I like everything. I right. really try to, except for the Blackies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, especially like local bands. Like, right. like, I like everyone. Like everyone who played that night, I was like, everyone was good. Yeah. Like, like everyone had was their own stakes like, to win. Yeah. Like there wasn't a single band that I'm like, you should just put it away. Well, there was one band that were terrible. Yeah. That was Fear of the Unknown. Absolutely. But the rest of the bands were great. No, absolutely not. They only got second place because they paid me. Exactly, they paid me too. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't actually get the money, but they said they would. Oh, neither did I. Well, that's uh, math for buggers. Freaking math. God damn it, math. Come on, dude. Help us out. Oh my <laughs> so, god. What is just with us ripping on math? Everyone rips on math. <laughs> when he was my co-op, can I just kind of say when Mav was my co-op at the store? Yeah. 
Oh my lord, I just every chance I got, I tore him to shreds. And he he got it. Yeah. Like he got it right away cuz like he knew. I'm like I got love for the guy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm never going to actually legit say a bad thing about Mav ever. Right. Like when I say things like this folks, you guys know I'm joking. I, I would I never have a bad thing to say about them or for the unknown as a whole. Right. All good dudes. Shout out to them. Absolutely. Awesome. Love their stuff. Waiting for that freaking record, guys. Come yeah. on. Come <laughs> at me with that. You're in the making. <coughs> exclusive. <coughs> <coughs> exclusive track for the auto show. <coughs> Excuse me, God. <coughs> Got that cough there. Um but uh you know, like when he was my cop, it was it was brutal. Yeah. It was just brutal. Oh, poor guy, but uh, um, no. Dom probably never told you about it. But um, oh god, we went to a show. Me, Dom, and Mav. We went to go see August Burns Red last December, and it was an awesome show. Yada yada yada. Um, but on the way back, I don't know if it was because he was exhausted or whoever. But Dom just decided that was the night. I was driving, by the way. Um, I was driving, and Dom just looked at me from the passenger side. I'm like. He, that was the day he decided to roast me. <laughs> like Dom roast you? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. For a solid 20 minutes, oh. heading straight home. I think it was probably longer than 20 minutes, but Mav recorded this on his phone for 20 minutes straight of Dom laying into me like oh, no God. one else has ever laid into wow. me before. And oh, he didn't he, mention that. Oh, he, of course, meant it out of, like, complete joke. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, no, like, okay. um, after we dropped off Mav and everything, he looked at me, he's like, dude. I am so sorry. I just went off on you. <laughs> like there's like felt, fake tears. Oh, he oh felt legitimately God. bad. He's like, dude, I oh said my. a lot of shit right there that like would have hurt a lot of people's feelings. <laughs> I'm like, because I know you and yeah, whatever you say, I know you're is a complete joke. Um, not in, like it's yeah, whatever. I mean, uh, I'm sure he wasn't like you know your beard sucks. Like I'm sure it was. <laughs> Oh yeah, a lot no. worse. He stuff that cannot be repeated on the podcast. Exactly. Like I'm not gonna bring up anything he said, but it was. But immediately, he just, after he was done, he's like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." Because <laughs> like, he, but I, I see on like the Instagram and stuff, like he just roasts people. Oh, absolutely. And, like I've he never does. seen that side of him, so I'm like, really, Dom, and like Matt would always tell him, like, you should hear Dom roast people because he's ruthless. And I'm like, really? Oh yeah. Like even when he was here, he was so like respectful and polite and everything. I'm like, really? This is the dude that screams at me and like melts my soul, really. But like that, that's that's crazy to hear. So, it's freaking so. Crazy, is is yeah. that recording? I'm going to hear the light of day. Probably not. <laughs> Too <laughs> I, brutal. I listened to it for the first time in since it happened like a couple days ago, yeah. and I'm like, this is never leaving our friend group, our group wow. of friends here. <laughs> that's ins- that's brutal. That's brutal. This roast, the roast. Yeah. Of Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Because. I, I, I'll tell you now because I, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but uh, I'm, I'm thinking of I'm thinking way ahead here, and this okay. is just speculation because we've already gone off in so many goddamn segues. We're already oh, like yeah, an hour well. in. Just... We're all over the place here. Oh yeah, so it is what it is. But um, I, I'm thinking about stuff I can do for episode 100. Okay, because everyone's like, "Yo, you guys do like another live cast," and I'm like, "The live casts are sick. They're so much fun." But I'm like, I, I want to do those more often. I want to wait that long. Right. So I'm like, "What can I do for episode 100? I got to do something big." Are we doing the roast of TJ? I've been thinking. Are we doing the roast of TJ? Maybe I'll get like uh, everyone who's been a guest on the podcast, all my buddies, and just sit everyone down and say, okay, listen, guys, you guys are going to tear me to shreds. Yes. But oh. <laughs> I have to have some kind of boundaries. Oh, absolutely. Like, for example, Sam is off limits. Yep. 
and when it says anything about Sam, it's on. I would almost think, okay, you guys are going to write it all down, what you're going to say, at least some of it. Yeah. And you're going to show me ahead of time only so that I can, okay, like, like, no fat jokes. Like, come on. Oh, no. Like, got to be more creative than that. You know what I mean? But, like, I, I said I was going to do it. And, like, get, like, you and freaking Dom, obviously, because, like, I hear how, like, good he is and I'm like oh, oh yeah. he would I can only imagine and like you know someone like Mav I know because he knows me like yeah. so well too like he just he just know what to say and like all the guys in my league just like have all you just like do like even like three or four minutes each yeah. and just tear me to shreds right um, and then I only get one rebuttal for each of you just to say one thing well no have like have you watched like roast on comedy central yeah, or oh, whatever? Yeah, yeah. okay so yeah i could probably just follow like the same setup like yeah we'll roast like each other first like yeah dig into each other and then we'll like go straight for you and just and, i mean make it like just brutal like we're going straight for the job oh yeah right? like just yeah you know because i think it was um because like my buddy brandon um producer of the hottest show brandon Mountain, um <laughs> i just have to say who because i know like 30 brandons right um like he, like the guy's like my best friend. So like he know, like he would know what to say to make me mad, right? Like to the point where I'd react to it. I'm like, like it'd yeah. be funny, and like we would we record it. We 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 like set up somewhere. I don't know. I'd have to like rent like a hall or something. This would be because I'm like, do we have an audience there? And like all this, I'm th- I'm thinking of all this stuff. I'm like, right. you know, but I'm like, you know, even if it's just us and. It was the the roast on the range. Mm. Um, like there was like the roast of Zach Wild. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, dude. So Stone Cold sends in a video and he's like, "Oh, I gotta wash your goddamn armpits, you smelly Viking. You know, you got you know, you gotta get this thing. It's called a toothbrush. Now this miraculous device here, you put this friggin' gimmick on it, toothpaste, you shove it in there, and you you clean your gums, you greasy bastard. Like just, <laughs> and it's like it's just funny. Like I'm oh, just like, yeah. but it's like still like just clean enough. Yeah. But I'm like, do I do it clean? Do I just well, go I filthy? Mean, like what? I mean, what we could do is we can kind of like instead of sending everything to you just so we can save the surprise, we yeah. can like send. But it then to I think each- of that. I'm like, it'd be no, so no, funny. we can send yeah. it to each other, kind of thing, and we yeah. can like mandate ourselves. We're just like, okay, like we know this our boundaries. Maybe, yeah, this is and maybe then, a little much. Yeah, and if we like see something, we're just like, no. <laughs> I'd probably just leave Brandon in charge of it. Yeah. I trust. Like I'd just be like, like I wouldn't trust you guys. It's just like, okay. You know, nothing, nothing about this or nothing about this. And it's like, let's just, yeah. you know, how the hell does TJ have a podcast? Like, just whatever. But I, I think that'd be funny. I'm, I'm oh, going to bring it up with everyone I have on the podcast now because I think it just, I picture it. Like, I think it was Sam. He's just like, that'd never work. I'm like, why? Because you get so mad. <laughs> but that's why it'd be funny. She's like, you would not talk to any of those people for like a week afterwards because <laughs> like you'd be so butthurt. I'm like, but it'd be funny because I go up there. I'd be like, okay, all right. None of you guys are my friends anymore. <laughs> like run off. You guys well, are invited to my birthday party. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing, right? You have to go into it knowing exactly it's, what you I'm going to get torn to shreds. Yeah, just know, go go in knowing you're going to get completely destroyed yeah. by everyone, but it's out of all fun. Like yeah. none of us would mean it. All of us are Obviously, just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, just, and it's like, and then I was like, you know, the final roaster would have to be Sam. Oh, my God. It's like a guest roaster. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd just be like, okay, Sam's going to roast DJ. And I'd be like, oh, shit. Because, <laughs> like, she'd just go, like, she's she'd be ruthless. Oh. Like, everyone would be ruthless who would do it, but she'd just be, like, right for the juggler. Because she would know. <laughs> and she'd mess with my head. It'd just be, it'd be so good. It'd be so funny. 
Um, and, and, and it's just something funny that I, I thought you brought up Dom roasting you. I'm like, yo, like that's, that's my idea. That'd be amazing. E- either episode 100 or like my next birthday or something like that. Yeah. Like just roast, like just, just tear me to shreds and I'll just sit there and laugh. So long as it makes me laugh, we're cool. If it doesn't make me laugh, I'll just be like, <laughs> yeah, that's not funny. So anyway, that's, that's my roast. I just wanted to talk to you. How long have we been going? We've it. been going for an hour at this point. <laughs> All right, so uh, lots of random fun segues and that kind of thing, but kind of, <laughs> kind of getting into the meat and potatoes here. Oh God! Of um, what we are here, I mean, I'm here to talk to you about a whole bunch of stuff, but yeah, kind of, kind of getting into to, uh, out of my league okay. a little more in depth, um, which people are gonna laugh. They're gonna be like, "Have you even like really talked about like yeah, <laughs> out of my league that much?" Whatever. Um, so you, you kind of mentioned earlier that like you, you met Taylor first and that, so yeah. you were. Friends with the guys kind of before you joined mm. the band. Is that safe to say? Or? Ye- yes, I would say that about... Well, I would probably say that about Taylor mostly, but Stephen, yes, to a certain degree. And then Ali and Dom, sort of. Like, I met Stephen mostly in, like, the 11th, 12th grade. Like, mm-hmm. that's when we started actually talking because he was in the drum line, he was in the band. And we just started talking through there, and eventually we got mutual friends and stuff like that. Um... Ali, um, it's actually interesting because um, Ali and Dom are three years younger than me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always forget that. <laughs> when I was in the eleventh grade, um, I was in I was a French immersion kid in high school. Oh, okay. And I had to take a French immersion, like one period co-op thing. I'm like, okay, cool. I took it in um, a grade eight class that um, was actually in like the top of the high school because one of the public schools was getting shut down or. Um, and they had to move the grade seven and eights over to the high school top floor. And I was the period, I was the helper in his grade eight class, his grade eight oh, French okay. class. So I, I had already known him because his sister is the same age as me. So I kind of knew of his existence. Oh, okay. okay. But that's when I actually like met, met him and he, He's always been weird. <laughs> Which one? Ali? Ali. Yeah. Um, I, I remember Ali, like, like, because he took lessons at the store for like a very short period of time. Right. right. He comes in. Hey, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Like, put his bass. And, like, now, like, I'm like, dude. It's crazy how far, far he's come. But. Oh, man. Um, oh, there's a story I want to tell. I don't know if he'd get mad at me for saying it I on the podcast. I can tell it anyway. All right. You, you, I'll, I'll tell you what. This is, it, okay. Tell me the story. Yeah. Ask him if you if he's cool with it, and I'll edit it if he wants me to. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I will. So this is just FYI, this is a somewhat not safe for work story. Yeah, no, that this that this, happened yeah. while he was in this grade eight class. Oh god. Um so what was basically happening was I was walking around, the teacher had asked me to walk around and you know, check on all the students. I'm like, okay, cool. So I walk um around and I notice him and like it was another girl and a guy with him on his laptop. And as I walked by, they kind of looked at me and like closed their laptop. Of it. I'm like, oh god, oh no. And as I got closer, like I could see them like backspacing something and typing something else in. I'm like, oh no, what what am I gonna find? So they were just on Google Translate looking up some words, and I'm like, oh, do I have to? I reach over, I click the back button. They were looking for the French translation to pussy lips. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I, I just looked at them and I went. Don't don't do that again. Like guys, really, you're in grade eight. You're in class. There should be better things to do. (laughs) There's a lot better words to look up. Yeah, (laughs) like like anal leakage. Exactly right. Yeah, you have so many other things to look at, and you're like, nah, this is this is the one today. (laughs) This is the one today. And I just look at them like with the most disappointed face. I'm like, ah, just 
Don't do it again. Guys, I'm not going to tell the teacher, but just don't be idiots. Come on, man. Don't do that. I, I hated being a peer helper. Yeah. I hated it. See, I actually liked it. I liked working with the kids and basically like got getting to act like kind of responsible, but at mm-hmm. the same time being lenient. Just like. Oh, yeah. Being the cool one. Yeah. yeah being like, just stop being an idiot. Just please. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was the cool peer helper. Yeah. But it was in a geography class. Oh, okay. Now. I, I didn't know geography that well. <laughs> so they like asked me help and I'd be like, yes, um, blah, 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 blah. Right. I'd be like, I think that's wrong. <laughs> I'm like, ah, ah, you're going to eat those chips over there in class. That's fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just BS my way through that class. Right. But, uh, it, it, it was, it was always paid. But anyways, that's how I met Ali. <laughs> oh, right on. So, um, so we're kind of talking about, um, I met Ali in that, um, as far as, uh, um, did I talk about Dom? No, no, actually. Okay. Um, well, okay. I met Dom at a practice once. That was literally it. Like, was Ali it. was like, okay, I got this guy. And we're like, bring him in. <laughs> I got this guy. And he's Yeah, he's I think good. Dom told the story. He pretty much showed up and did the best he could. And we're like, fuck it. You're in. You're <laughs> in, buddy. He's, he's like, yeah. You're not the worst. That was so. literally the, the day I met him. Like, the day he came in. Like, I'd never met him before. Like, he, Ali just said, this is Dom. I'm like, hey, Dom. And now I fucking, I love the kid. I love them all. I fucking love them all. Oh, for sure. It's all, all solid individuals in that band. Absolutely. Um, so I was going to ask you how you joined, um, but you, you did kind of touch on it a little bit uh, earlier. Yeah. Um, well, I could tell you like how the band actually even got started, like the, sure, like, the yeah. very foundations of it. So what ended up happening was it was the summer of, I think, between grade 11 and 12, something like that, I think. And um, Stephen had um, asked me if I wanted to like jam around at his house because at his house he had like guitars and basses and drums and all that shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. So it ended up being me, Steven, and Gord, who's the bassist of Crane. Oh, um, he was the original bassist. Awesome bassist. Yeah, absolutely awesome. He's a great guy. Um, and we basically started playing like just fucking System of a Down. Like we just covered some nice. System of a Down for a long time. Um, and then Taylor showed up and we started trying to teach him some shit. And he didn't like that so he started like influencing us to write shit like we came up with the city with him involved and everything oh cool there's an early video on youtube of us jamming to a very early version of the city gourds there and everything like he was playing really like, yeah i didn't know that that gourd was in the van it is like deep deep in there i don't even think it has like a proper name but yeah <laughs> jam 0172 pretty like. much like <laughs> i think we we only made it because we had a guy that wanted we were basically looking for vocalists on Kijiji at one point. Oh, yeah. Doing the Kijiji. Those were always Oh, fun. yeah. So one guy was, like, asked, and we sent him a video, and he's like, oh, you don't, I can't do that. And we're like, that's fine, whatever. I can't do that. Um, I'm 47. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much how, like, the band actually, like, got started. Like, just us four jamming. And then Taylor wanted to play, like, more pop punky stuff or metalcore stuff. And Gore was like, eh, I'm not really into that. So yeah. he kind of left. Um I forget who brought Ali and I think it might have been Steven or Taylor that was like, hey, I know this guy, he plays bass. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I saw him, I'm like, hey, I know you. And then, yeah, that's how that got started. And then Calvin came along, did vocals for us for a bit, wrote a bunch of lyrics. And yeah, like that's kind of, I was there from the very beginning, basically. And one of the OG members of yeah. uh, Umo. <laughs> yeah, like I guess the only two OG members left are me and Steven. Damn. Because Ali wasn't even OG. Te- yeah, technically, no. That'd be good. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. Gord was in the original incarnation. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have Gord on the podcast at some point. Shout out to Gord. Oh, absolutely. Um, Shout out to Gord. That's a good dude. And anytime he came in the store, we always had a nice chat. <laughs> um, 
But uh, so I was going to ask about the first jam, um, mm. but you, you did kind of touch on that. So do you remember the first jam you did as the kind of like the beautiful calamity lineup? Okay. Which to, um, to me, like, I'm glad I know the history in that more of like the right. original lineup in that. Cause I think on, on Dom's episode, I was like, Oh, I like the lineup no one cares about. Right. Um, and I said that and I, I didn't mean that in quite the disrespectful way it came out. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but just, um, it's cool. But like, as far as the lineup that like, I thought was the original lineup. I didn't right. know any better. Absolutely. Um, be, meaning Dom and then you guys. Mm-hmm. So, wait, what was the question? That's <laughs> the first, kind of like the first jam you had. Oh, the like, first basically jam. That, that, the, the first couple, maybe not the first time that Dom came in, because obviously it was yeah, yeah, yeah. his kind of trial. Like I the guess, first, like, solid. Yeah, practice. the first real solid jam session. I don't know, man. Jeez, it's so freaking long ago. Um, I do remember The City was the first thing we ever wrote. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I remember. That we were just jamming, and eventually someone played that riff, or someone came up with something like that, and we're like, "What was that?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, played it again." And we're like, "Yeah, that's it." And just basically just kind of went from there. Like, it's hard to remember the exact like first jam, like because we practice in a bunch of different places. Like, we've been from Stephen's basement to Taylor's basement to Lee's basement to Dom's basement, all basements, yeah. <laughs> everyone's basements. We've been there, except my basement. I'll be interesting. Um, but, um, I just, I could barely remember practicing at Stevens cause that's like the original place we started, but I barely remember it at this point. Like I remember Taylor's a lot because he set it up like a stage almost so we could get our stage presence down. Yeah. He like set it up. So like we were all facing one way, like, kind of, like basically a stage and he set up lights and shit just so we could practice. Well, doing that's all cool. They do all that. Um, we moved to Elise because Taylor's mom was basically like, nah, you gotta get out. You gotta get out. Like, right, no, that's that. fine. None of that crap. Elise's house maybe lasted two months. Um, we got there. We actually wrote Witness the End there. I'm, I am going to ask about all that. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. All right. All right. That's just a quick tip. Yeah, we'll, get to, we'll get to that, though, in a minute. And then we moved to Dom's basement, and that's where we uh, wrote Resented and everything. So, cool. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. And we're definitely getting to Resented a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, but so, so, where are you guys jamming now? Still at Dom's house. They, oh, cool, his cool. parents have been going strong with us. Oh, they, cool. they they tolerate us. It's been you, almost like two years now since. Because I mean, like you can't blame parents. Oh, absolutely not. Especially playing like metal and that. It's like you, you gotta get. It's like you right. guys have to not do this anymore. <laughs> no, it's it's, like I get it. Yeah, like and we don't practice like that often to where it'd be like okay, you guys have to go at this point. Yeah. Like we maybe practice like once or twice every couple weeks, like just to keep just keep everything solid, keep it all tight. Yeah, exactly. So. And then it it helps that they enjoy our music to an extent, mm-hmm. like um, like recover. Dom's mom freaks out about all the time. Yeah, I. I she actually tried to um, sell her. She's a teacher. She's tried to sell her class um, our CDs. Really? Oh yeah. She's like what grade? Like all oh, young man, like third grade, damn. I think. And I, c- I could see that backfire. <laughs> yeah, but apparently it went well. She sold like three CDs. I'm like, yeah, all I right. know. Well, there you go. But yeah, she like they're super supportive of us and everything. So well, that's because I mean that that recover. <laughs> I mean, I, I've talked about lots in the podcast before, right. but I, I I did you did you you, you listen to Dom's podcast, right? Absolutely. I so did. you heard you heard the story. Yeah. I was driving by gigs. Yep. And I heard and I had to pull over because <laughs> I was like crying. I'm like, what is my life right now? <laughs> like, let it go. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> It's emotional, <laughs> um, but that's cool though. You guys got that nice, nice jam space. If there's one thing 
that I can say, um, not having a place to really solidly jam right. is not good for bands Absolutely not. or the writing process. Exactly. <laughs> but So kind of talked a little bit about uh, joining the band and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, do you guys, do you remember um, the first, I guess, gig that you guys played mm. together? Like as, as far as uh, the first gig and then maybe the first like serious gig. Okay. Um, well, in terms of that, I mean, our first like quote unquote gig was the 2013 Battle of the Bands when we had Calvin as the vocalist. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember that day, I was probably the most nervous I've ever been. Yeah. Like, just out of my mind nervous. Like, I was walking around, talking to random people, like, call my nerves. I'm like, I'm about to play. Like, holy shit. This is, like, my first time on stage with my band, and people are going to judge us. <laughs> that's that's a lot of pressure for your first performance, though. Oh, that absolutely. It was. Pressure. It was so bad. Like, are you guys in never lost stage prison? I was shaking. Like, like, it was awful, man. Like, horrible. But, like, after it was done, I felt so good. I was like, okay, hey, we're good. We, we did okay. I mean, we played to what I feel like was our best. But then I watched that performance back, and I'm like, that's probably the cringiest thing I've ever been a part of my entire <laughs> that's the life. the cringiest thing I've ever been a part of. It was awful. I'm like, oh, man. Wow. Like, we thought that was good at one point. <laughs> like, it's oh, the, my. But it's the looking back on it, the cringiest thing I've ever been a part of. Oh, absolutely can, it was. I, can I just say this? Yeah. The, the cringiest thing I've ever been a part of, personally. Okay. Um, one of them. It, it, it actually does involve you, which oh, is boy. interesting. Um, it, it's, it was me personally. What I did, I look back and I go, "What was what was even happening?" <laughs> was the bow of the bands when we were up announcing the like the who plays in the winners and stuff, and I yeah. announced who won. Yeah. The second. That I had all this thing I was gonna say I was gonna be all energetic and like had all this stuff I was gonna say and then Chris hands me the microphone and I put it up to my lips and I had nothing to say <laughs> and I went all right guys so uh, let's all give all the bands another round of applause seriously because everyone is so good tonight yeah okay everyone's kind of like like they just clapped and I was like yeah okay all right um, and then all I hear is DJ DJ nothing i'm like <laughs> okay so uh once again guys uh the the uh you know it's so awesome i mean this was seriously like the worst like the best worst like time ever to judge this um and uh, there's just so many good bands i mean all, all of you deserve to win in my eyes you know again give yourselves all a round of applause give, I, I don't i remember how much i said it but i was like yes and the winners uh yeah yeah i'll be on the wall hell yeah all right <laughs> and like afterwards Chris I don't remember like, it exactly like yeah, that but it I was, mean I'm, I'm exaggerating it a little bit but little I was bit. just kind of like yeah so anyway guys and I remember afterwards Chris is like I, I thought you were going to be a lot more like hyped about it yeah and uh, I think it was uh, was John because like from beyond the wall because John knows like, he's just like were you like nervous I said no I just blanked I was just kind of like Oh, I have to talk now. <laughs> I think I, I was like so hyped about it. Yeah, but just I just I just thought I'd share that because that was like the, I, I wish someone had recorded that yeah. so I could share it and be like, this is the cringiest thing you will ever watch. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, talking about the first gig of the bow of the band there, right? Um, yeah. Anyways, cringiest shit. Uh, <laughs> cringiest shit. So, and then our neck because we didn't have a gig after that until like August, and that was in May. Like a, wow, 
It's a lot of time. <laughs> well, you have to also remember that that was the time where Calvin did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, fair and enough. And then Dom got brought in. and So that's actually pretty reasonable, <laughs> all things yeah. considered. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he joined up, him doing his, his darndest. And <laughs> his darndest. <laughs> best I could say. Um, and then we, we did it at the firehouse because that's the only place we really knew of to even book. A lot of good solid shows there. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we brought out a band, can't remember from where, called Denied Existence. I think he talked to you about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And they're awesome dudes. Like, for our first actual, like, gig outside of that, it was amazing to be a part of. Like, un- unreal guys, extremely supportive. We still talk to some of them to this day. Um, but anyways. And then, oh, I can't remember. After that, I think we played a show... Can't remember if it was one we booked ourselves at the Wasted Space or we played one in the Diesel Room, both in Oshawa, of course. And I think I think it might have been the Diesel Room one, but we were opened up for a bunch of random bands. I think I don't remember if we closed it out or not, but they're like some were like folk, some were like indie, and I'm like, that's yeah. just kind of weird. But all right, we're here, we're here to have fun. Yeah, it's just like, oh, get out of my leg! Open this fucking pit up. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty damn close. <laughs> uh, I want to see everybody moving. Get up. It's always called the city. <laughs> Jesus. I guess now I'll be like, you know, flip a table over. This song is called Blind. Jesus. Um, when 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 you guys played, again, I'm going to go over the fucking No, no, go ahead. When, when you guys played, I, I told Dom, and I told you when we were judging at the Battle of Mans this past yeah. year. I'm like, when you guys play Blind, that's it. <laughs> I'm gonna flip this table over. This is just TJ representing TJ now. Okay, yeah. I'm not. I, I'm gonna literally lose it. And we came out from the back right when you guys kicked in the blind. Nice. And I just turned to the the, the one dude. I don't remember his name. He was such a cool guy. Uh, dude with the, uh, the glasses. glasses right? uh, uh, plays with uh, was it Bohemian Groove? I think. Uh, Bohemian oh, Grove. Yeah. Bohemian Grove. That's it. Yes, Groove. I don't know. But like, he's so cool. And like he was like kind of like. Not about, but he was like very like polite and respectful. Oh, absolutely! I, I turned him. on my, I just, I think I put my hand on his shoulder. I'm like, pardon me a moment, and I went and like just like lost it for that whole song. <laughs> and I came back. I'm like, yes. So anyway, as you were saying, um, we should do some cross promotion. Like just like, <laughs> he was just like, what just happened? And then he kicked it to blind. And I was like, I'm sorry. Excuse me a moment. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. But um. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I completely yeah, interrupted you. You just kind of brought that up, but that's yeah. totally okay. Um, um, anyways, first gig, um, awkward, and it just procedurally got less awkward until we felt comfortable. Yeah, pretty <laughs> um, much. I actually remember the first like major gig we had was um, we played a Battle of the Bands um, set up. I can't remember the company now. They're long dead. Um, <laughs> and it's a good thing, though. They're one of those companies that kind of preyed on like younger, first was, starting out bands. Was, was that you guys like sign a contract with no them. that was that wasn't okay that's a different okay. story um but no i can't remember what it's called it it went bankrupt thank god because what they were doing was really not nice but we got thrown into a finals of a battle of the bands and the finals was at the sound academy which was that's right I remember crazy that. for us like it hadn't even been like a year that we were in a band and we're like oh shit like damn i still remember that night as one of like the coolest nights I've ever been a part of but 
the one downside to that being the band that played in front of us. I think I still remember their name. It means like Altona or something. I don't know if they're still a band and if they're not fucking good. Um, <laughs> Damn. That's no, like I have nothing like against them as people, but the fact that we had half an hour time slots and they played 45 minutes and mm-hmm. nothing was said pissed me off. So our set got brought down to 16 minutes. Wow. And we won. <laughs> Well, <laughs> screw them then. Exactly. <laughs> Th- that was my immediate emotion. I'm like, all right, fuck you guys. That's what you get. But yeah, so that was probably the first like major gig in my mind. That first I'm like, holy gig. shit, this is actually awesome. Well, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as far as when you guys start out, so at this point you've played some shows. Yeah. You know, you're starting to gel as a band. Mm-hmm. It's time to sit down and start writing some some material or build on some old material you guys have mm-hmm. written. So how'd that kind of go at first with with the five of you? And- okay, well, I could say I could say for Beautiful Calamity that was mainly Stephen and Taylor. They were basically like the main music writers. They were like, "All right, let's fucking go." We then they wrote some shit and brought it to us, and we're like, "Okay," we kind of tweaked it from there. But it was mainly all them. Um, when it came to Lily, I think Lily was just like a random weird thing on the side that we were just like, let's just write like a quick song, like fuck it, and it's a song we still play to this day, oddly mm-hmm. enough. I love that song. Oh, so do we. Um, and then Witness was kind of that same thing. Like we were like, oh, let's just write a new song. We did. It went well. <laughs> that song, um, I was waiting. I was like, when can I bring this up again? When you guys played Battle of the Bands, um, uh. I can't remember when it was. 2014. Was it, it was, had to have been the first time I saw you. Basically, the first time I ever saw you guys play yep. was there. And I knew, like, I'd seen a bunch of, uh, like, live videos and recordings. Yeah. I heard a recording of, uh, it was the city into Little yes, Valley. Yes, 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 And I literally played it on repeat <laughs> for, like, two months straight. Really? Heading into the Battle of the Bands. Okay. And, and I, I show up, and I'm sitting there. And I'm I'm there like representing gigs music. I have yeah, kind of respect professional for absolutely. And I'm like okay, so I'm like hanging out in the back all night alone, basically. Um, remembering you guys came and sat with me, so thank you for that. No, not a problem. <laughs> just, you're just like, yo, it's TJ. Like, where's everyone? I'm like, just me I'm hanging out. <laughs> um, and uh, you, you guys come on, and I'm like, okay, cool. This is gonna be great. But I didn't really know what to expect. Right. And all of a sudden, the siren goes off, and I go. <laughs> and you kick into this drum fill and like i was like oh no (laughs) like and like i dug that song and that (laughs) intro and 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 i I didn't like didn't hear anything else about it right and then it was like oh yeah this resented and i'm like what happened to that song like what what happened is it just like dom kind of talked about a little bit but not really like just Oh, you guys just okay. kind of scrapped it now? Okay. Yeah, I'm um, just curious. Like, okay. From so, your point of view, kind of. Okay. Well, what ended up happening, um, 2015 Battle of Bands, we won, yada, yada, yada. Um, and from that, we got the recording time at Chalet Studios, which you were like, yeah, friggin' awesome. And they're like, okay, how many songs do you want to record? And we're like, well, we don't really have anything else but like Witness and a bunch of stuff that we were going to put on Resented at mm-hmm. the time. And we're like, well, Witness doesn't really fit with anything else. Like, if we threw it on Resented, it'd be so weird. Yeah. So we were like, let's just fucking record Resent, uh, not Resented, uh, Witness. And we're like, all right, cool. So we did that. And basically, it's not like the studio's fault. They were just doing, they could, literally working what they could with. Uh, be, it sounded like ass. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't, 
Yeah, it's it wasn't up to snuff. Like we weren't comfortable with releasing it. We were just like, it's a good song, but you know what? The way we did it and the way we thought would work did not work at all. So we were just like, oh, just just get rid of it. Like we can't yeah. do anything with it. It was a free song. Like well, Sorry, other than Woody. on Dom's part because he had to go in and pay money to keep recording vocals yeah i remember him telling me about that how it was just brutal on him and like yeah just... i had to drive him both days and just having to w- watch him and like being like oh man he could be doing so much better mm-hmm. like i had to look at the guy i'm um, recording us his name was dave and he's like is he okay i'm like man he's so much better than this mm-hmm. <laughs> he's having a rough go of it. i think he told me he like he like drank like a slurpee or something um, or was that, or was that recording resented? No, I was recording resented. Sorry. Um, yeah, he, he he was just like not having a good go of it. Yeah, that's as a vocalist. Like just sometimes, even the horrible rough demos I've ever recorded, recording vocals like it, it sucks sometimes. You just you go in, yeah, bro, we're gonna we're gonna knock out like two songs today. All right, yeah. cool. Go in and you get a line done. Yeah, exactly. And you work for four hours, and yep. you go, I got nothing left, bro. And just like, dude, we got nothing done. Like, that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Well, sorry. that's what it kind of felt like. We were just mm-hmm. like, oh, man, like, I know he's better. And he even he was like, I know I could do better than that. It's just, yeah. it's not coming out. And we're like, all right, all right. So, can't come back another day. Tries it again. Just, like, maybe a little bit better. But it's, he's like, I, this is not me. And we're like, all right. We maybe stayed for, like, half an hour. And... No, this place is like almost an hour away from where we live. Yeah. So we're like, all right, we'll come back another day then. He's like, okay, okay. And we did. And that was just as good as it was going to sound. Like, that's what we kind of figured. Like, this is as good as it's going to get. And even then, like, it wasn't like up to par with what we wanted. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, and it's, it's not necessarily the studio's fault, right? Like, yeah, it's just, exactly. It's, like, happened, right? it's, a, it's an amazing studio. Like, all the guys that work there and, like, mm-hmm. um, Shally Studio is just, just a beautiful place. Like, if you ever get a chance yeah. to just visit. I remember, I remember uh, seeing pictures of it. It's gorgeous. And it's, yeah. Like, they have a house attached to it and, like, a giant, like, green backyard with a pool. And I'm like, holy shit. This is way too fancy for me. This is too <laughs> fancy for us, man. What's going on here? Yeah, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, it's nowhere near their fault. It's just the decisions we made didn't really pan out. So yeah, witness probably won't see the light of day. Yeah, no. I told Dom, I said, well, you know, at least a little B side one day, maybe (laughs) uh, re-record that shit and make it the way it's supposed to be. It could be interesting. Um, but, uh, talking about recording that. Yeah. Going back a little bit to the first Mm. EP, Beautiful Calamity. Yeah. Um, I I just kind of want to hear, hear from you Mm -hmm. a little bit about, uh, how the process went with recording the drums because that was the first recording you guys had ever done, right? Well, I kind of touched a little bit on that Mm -hmm. beforehand when I was talking about, um, Six Feet, but, um, recording drums for me was actually like probably the easiest part of the entire process because I recorded the first day, um, of drums. Um, I recorded, um, what did I record? I recorded the. Uh, damn it! I'm drawing a blank now. Um, I recorded "Beautiful Calamity." I know that for a fact. I recorded, I think, half of the city because um, I couldn't get down like the main like verse part for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like I just wasn't feeling it, and then Stephen took over. And he he recorded some other ones. Yeah, That's... he recorded actually most of the drums. Um, like he recorded um, for all those forgotten. He recorded DNS. I can't remember. Yeah, he did do Six Feet. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, he did Half of the City. um, Because, like I said, I couldn't do the verse thing. But when it came to the breakdown, he couldn't do it on his feet. So I took over from the breakdown to the end. 
So yeah, that That's was interesting. that. I, I always forget that like he's a drummer, and yeah, not he, only is he a drummer, he's a good drummer. Yeah, he's a <laughs> like, good drummer. He plays piano. He does a lot yeah, of stuff. He's very like very multi talented dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, Every band needs a Steven. <laughs> yeah, duh. You can't have ours though. Fuck no. Um, so yeah, that was drums for Beautiful Calamity. Really, I maybe recorded for like two, three hours for that entire EP. <laughs> And then from then on, like that got happened in two days. And then from then on, it was just all waiting for them mm-hmm. to finish everything else. I was like, my part's done. <laughs> like it took them like o- almost a year or over a year from when I finished or drums were finished to actually get the record out. Wow. Yeah. Cause yeah, it was over a year because the record actually came out in November of 2014 mm-hmm. and drums were started September, 2013. Wow. I'd be going crazy waiting that long. Well, honestly, <laughs> at that point, it, it was like to the point where we're starting to outgrow it, right? We're just like, we just want to know. Yeah. Like, just record it. Just get it done. Because I can remember like you guys would be like, oh, yeah, like our new stuff, our new stuff. And I'm like, well, what about exactly right? Like, <laughs> like we, we started playing um, stuff like um, Resented and Loaded Gun before that record ever came yeah, out. Yeah, I know. I remember that. I remember hearing like a Loaded Gun in that. And I'm like, that's sick. But like, yeah, where's the, the other stuff, stuff, right? Yeah. Um, that's how we felt. We're like, oh boy, um, this is weird. But yeah, we just had, we just did what we had to do. Oh, for sure. Point. Oh, it makes, makes sense now. Yeah. You know, I, after looking back, it's like, oh, man, why did we do that? But, <laughs> I mean, there's only so much you can do in that situation. Oh yeah, for sure. So sitting here now, um, how, how do you feel about your guys' old material? Like all the stuff on Beautiful Calamity now looking back at it? Um, I would say like, I've. Like, I don't not like those songs. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. Like, I look back at them like, okay, we, for like a first outing for like our first actual like record put together, it's like, that's okay. Like, you know what? That's like the demos, like of early out of my league. Mm-hmm. That's what we had at the time. And you know what? There's nothing to be ashamed about it. But looking back and see, looking at what we have now, um, like, I kind of look at that and go, like, <laughs> I know what you mean. Like I think Dom kind of said the same thing. He yeah, was, he did. He's like, they're, they're not bad songs. Like, don't get me wrong. But for like now, now that we know what we're capable of, yeah, and like where we can go, it's like those were like, I guess like practice. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> kind of sounds like. And, oh, I, don't, I know what you mean though. Like, like comparing like when I when I did the little uh, kind of album review mm. uh, for Resented there. Um, forever ago feels like now um i I think i said in the thing i was like you can't compare really like beautiful yeah like you can you can see how you guys have grown but exactly it's so hard to compare because like they're so there you can tell it's the same band oh absolutely but like it's so different right look even like the like i think it was uh dom said you know some of the lyrical content on like like the the song beautiful calamity itself he's like it's almost juvenile Mm -hmm. compared to what he writes now and i'm like that's so true and I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, we don't really have much to do with the lyrics really. Like he pretty yeah. much just, we give him like a song structure or he'll have lyrics already going and we'll kind of like put something on top of it sometimes. But like, he'll send us the lyrics and we can pretty much either be like, yeah, that's cool. Or be like, uh, you think you could change that part to something mm-hmm. different. But other than that, like, like we maybe nitpick a couple lines, but that's pretty much all him. You just kind of let him do his thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's kind of like if you watch someone paint and you're trying to go like, hey, why don't you put a tree there? And he's like, fuck off. Here. You know what? I'm not putting no tree there, homie. <laughs> put it on fire. Fucking. 
Put a tree on your face. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, God will just let him do his thing. Like, just let Sometimes him be. Sometimes that's the best way to do Just let someone do their thing. And- exactly. If you know someone's good at something and they're going to give you, yeah. like, results, just be like, all right, do you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, kind of getting that back just a little bit here yeah. um, to the battle of the bands and that. I'm mm-hmm. just kind of getting ready to wrap up uh, part part one here. Um, how did it feel as far as um, going back that second time? Mm-hmm. Um, well, second time with Dom. Right. Going back to the battle of the bands 2015. 2015, okay. And winning. As far as the year before, right? Where, I, if I can recall, you guys didn't even place. No, which was, I mean, that was bullshit. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say that, like, right. th- whatever. But yeah, um, like 2014 was 2014. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Like, like being the, the third time you guys performed a battle band, you right. won. Being the second time with Dom, right? How, how did it feel to kind of go back and and win that and win like by a landslide right um with respect to the other bands that played (laughs) yeah um it was kind of a weird feeling at that point like we had played a bunch of like bigger shows well not a bunch of a couple like we started playing bigger shows like we opened for the band slaves Mm -hmm. in the december before that we had opened for phineas that um that previous april and then we had played a couple shows with like drag the lake and falsifier Mm -hmm. stuff like that so we had kind of like started to get our like actual footing in like the scene and like actually getting like our actual craft down to mm-hmm. a, like a science at this point. Not to mention you're like a core fan base. Exactly. Like we actually started getting things solidified. So going mm-hmm. back into that, we kind of like lost that almost, I wouldn't say like competitive edge to it, but like we kind of lost that um, like we're going to fucking win yeah you guys like you could tell you went and you were like we're gonna have so much fun doing this it's it's gonna be a great show that's exactly how we went into it we're like you know what it doesn't matter if we we win it clearly some of the judges aren't just just aren't fans it's fine so we're just like you know what we're going in we're gonna put on a solid fucking Mm -hmm. show we're gonna give like everyone a good time and that's all we aim to do absolutely it was you know i think don even sent the thing he's like this is like hometown show exactly this is awesome like playing I honestly playing record is like such an awesome experience. Like mm-hmm. everyone comes out like in the in the area and it's like, all right, it's time to fucking go. Oh yeah, and I mean the amount of people that showed up yeah. when you guys went on, it Which was is insane. crazy. Like honestly I was looking out to the crowd, I'm like, holy shit, like There's a lot of people there. Yeah, like I didn't how am I supposed to know how many people would actually show up? Like yeah. that's something that almost shocks me a lot of the time so, sometimes, like I just say a lot of the time sometimes. <laughs> oh, whatever. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it, it's almost, sh- it's shocking in a way, like, just seeing people that, like, know our words, like, shouting them back. Like, when we opened for Attila, we had a couple of fans that came out and was, like, in front of Dom in the opening words and presented, mm-hmm. like, shouting at him. And I'm like, people take the time to learn our shit. Yeah. Like, people care. Like, it isn't, like... It like went from like something that I had fun with to now something that people love. Like people actually enjoy this and listen to it. And I'm like, it's not just us anymore. Like it's other people involved in this, and it's bigger than us. So seeing like crowds like that at Battle of the Bands, it's mind blowing in a sense. Where you like go there and like people care about your music, yeah. and it's like weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? So oh, hey, yeah, for sure. Like I mean, I not from a stance of music, but right. just. 
in even, general. Yeah, even something that's someone an appreciation for what you do in exactly. any sense of the word. Like that happened to be the year, not to like bring me up or anything, but no, absolutely. that was the year that there was that big TJ chant that was like organic and just happened. Right. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like I, I, you know, I, I, th- I think back to it and the feeling, and I almost get tears in my eyes because right. I was like, holy It's such crap. a surreal thing, like, right? This is and who am I? Yeah, to like I am nobody. Like just this is why is this happening? And then people go, oh well, like you're TJ. Like yeah, just an appreciation for what I do and what I did. And I was like, all right, so I can understand <laughs> as far as like people chanting your words back to you. Like I'm like, damn, I, I get it. Yeah, I totally understand where you'd be coming from on that. But yeah, um, but more like on topic, like 2015. Mm-hmm. It was it was that feeling. It was like people are here to watch us and yeah. we're going to put on a fucking good show for them. That you was did. <laughs> and that was it. That was the entire feeling. Like, I don't care if we win. I don't care if we don't win. I don't care if I break my foot. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, I, I can pretty much say, cause I was, it was outshine that was judging that year. Right. Right. And I was chilling with them and I can pinpoint that there's two moments. I can pinpoint you guys where you guys nailed it. Right. Number one, um, when you had the unfortunate incident with the kick drum, right. And it went off, and and it was Dom keeping the crowd going, right? And it was the recovery from that, mm-hmm. pun intended. Um, <laughs> well, recover, I guess technically. Yeah. Um, I fucked up my own pun there. <laughs> um, and like just the kick in, and just no more time. Let's go. And it was like, like he just looked at me, and he was like, "Dude, that was brilliant." Like, because they can appreciate that. Yeah, you can tell the other judges were like, you know, like, there on their yeah, they're just so whatever. But like. Like, that's that's good, sick. That's awesome. And then the other moment, which I've told the story a thousand times, I swear God, this last time I'm going to mention it, um, was the fact that you blew the ass out of my pants because yep. you rocked my <laughs> ass so hard. That's just all I have to say. But um, as as far as like, I mean, you, you've talked about that. But as far as when you're standing there, and yep. I mean, I'm standing there, and second place, fear the unknown. Yep. It was. So I'm, was, Everyone started freaking out because they're like, there's no way it's not out of my league. Yeah. Like, there's no way. And I'm sitting there like, like, I, like fear the unknown. I'm like, no, what? Like, just I'm losing it. Yeah. A- and then, you know, everyone starts freaking out. There's this low rumble. And Chris is just kind of like, yeah. So as you guys <laughs> probably can guess it, uh, out of my league wins, like wins first. And like, everyone's losing it. Everyone's like hugging each other. There was people crying. Like I was like on the floor. I'm like, no, like, um, like, like when you guys, like, like, I mean, people say, well, it's like, it's the bone of the bands. Like, yeah, it is what it is. You know, people are like, it's not like you want a Grammy, like damn, but like exactly right on the level. It is the amount of work you guys put in to get that recognition. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, it, it's a sweet feeling, but mm-hmm. getting your names called, knowing that, like, basically that night, the Bowmanville metal scene won. Yeah. Basically, that's what I always say. That was the night the Bowmanville metal scene literally gave everyone the finger. <laughs> exactly. Like, it, it was just such a, it was, from my perspective, sitting in that crowd and just, even when Fear the Unknown was called, I'm like, mm-hmm. son of a bitch, if we don't win, I'm going to fucking kill someone. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Like you're there to have fun. It's a good time, but like when it comes down to it, you're like, "Fuck, I still want to (laughs) win." Yeah. So it's like to get that. I wouldn't have cared if we did win. Like I'd be like, "Ah, oh well." Like Feely Unknown got second. Good. Like awesome. But the fact that we did, it was still like, "Oh fuck!" (laughs) Like that's literally two years of 
playing and getting better and better. And yeah. it's like now it's starting to show. Like Utterly. someone someone recognizes yeah. it. And it's it was such a like we weird moment. Like and I still remember, yeah, from that we got the chalet prize. And then we actually got a photography thing, which never actually panned out. <laughs> um yeah, I remember hearing about that that, that, uh, yeah. that didn't end up uh, so, working out. So Yeah. So basically That's what it is, what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, like it was it's it was awesome. Like it was such a cool moment where everyone was freaking out and was happy for us. Yeah. Even. Oh, that was I, I just even me talking about it, like I'm just like I remember it. I'm like damn, yeah. like just like literally like on the floor, just no. <laughs> <laughs> and the the bum out being that Chris wanted me to come up and uh, announce second place because it was yeah. our prize back for gigs and I had the fucking ass. Yeah, so I wear my pants. So I'm like, no. And but I told him, and I tell him this every time I see him. I'm like, I'm still pissed at you for not telling me who was gonna at least play second because <laughs> I would have ran up. I would take my pants off. I don't fucking care. I would have run up there like, no, like because then I would have known. Like, yeah, and it would have been so cool to see that. But um, it, at the end of it, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. I know you yeah, talk about how awesome that is, and stuff, so that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I say awesome a lot. Um, just, just kind of real quick here. Yeah. As as far as this past year, you've talked about ballad man's that kind of thing. Yeah. Are you going to be returning ever if the offer comes up to be a judge again? Hmm. Um. Honestly, probably. Yeah. I won't lie to you. Like, it was stressful. Like, it was stressful being there and being like, I'm like an authority on this for some reason. Yeah. It's like I don't know why, but I'm here. And, but I'm here. <laughs> um, and in all honesty, I still had a lot of fun with it. As stressful and as nerve-wracking as it was, it was still an, an interesting experience to sit there and actually critique bands and sometimes even learn from them. Like, look at them and be like, okay, that was interesting. Like, I can pick off off of that. Mm-hmm. Or, you want to learn how to have fun while playing. Exactly. That's Watch like, me on the wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, the entire time they were playing, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. This is feel good. And, exactly. And they their attitude this past year was your guys' attitude last year. They just yeah. came in, they were like, oh, we're not, we're not going to play. Yeah. We just, we just like, want to have fun. Is, we, we haven't played Bowlingville. Yeah. We're, you're here, like, the guys are here, like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Seeing a bunch of friends, like, we're going to rock out. And, and they, they went up there and just had fun for like 25 minutes or however long the set was and then came down and they were like, yeah, cool, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, uh, how was it when, uh, going back to Mr. Lee Ibanez from We Are X, mm. um, him, uh, I can't remember what song it was. It was they, a Marianist Trench song. Yeah, and in the in the bridge, he he's. I am not the only one. I am my father's son. I am a sinner and a menace and a loaded gun. Like, yeah. I just messed up the lyrics there, but uh, ah, it's fine, whatever. Um, and, and like there was that delayed reaction where right away I was like, oh shit, because I and, and I picked up on it. I'm like, yeah. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> and I think it was Ali runs up and like grabbed you. He's like, dude, did you just hear that? Pretty much. It was so weird just even hear that. I'm like, uh. Yeah. Like, it was weird, but it was like, I could tell it was him kind of just the old tip of the hat. Oh, absolutely. Um, Which was very heartwarming. It was like, ah, oh, yeah, someone like appreciates us to the point where they're like, we're going to give you a little nod in, in, like, in our cover. And I'm like, hey, give I Give like you a little that. nod here. A little nod to Adam I League. There you go. <laughs> so. Talk about a whole bunch of stuff, uh, lots of random segues and Holy that kind of shit, thing. Yeah. Um, this has been uh, a, a, a lot of fun. We still have tons more to talk about. <laughs> we we haven't even touched on freaking like any of the resent or anything like that. So we still got lots more to go. Um, but I'm gonna uh, cut it here today for right now for part one. Hope you guys enjoyed it. 
Anthony, thank you for hanging out. Uh, sit tight for like three days and we'll do this again. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that was part one of my conversation with Anthony from out of my league. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I really do. I had a blast doing it. Um, hopefully you guys didn't mind uh, all the random segues and that kind of thing. It was just, uh, we got going and it was just, uh, there was no stopping it. <laughs> it was so much fun. So again, hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to check Anthony and out of my league out on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. I will uh, be tagging them in all this. Um and you guys can definitely look forward to part two, which will be up on Sunday. Um, it's another uh, really, really awesome conversation. Not as long as this part one was, but uh, still really a lot of fun. Uh, we'll kind of get more into um, out of my league. Uh, we talk a little bit. We talk a little bit about um, resented and kind of the process for tracking that kind of thing for Anthony. We talk about. Uh, whole bunch of other stuff as well so definitely look forward to that guys it's gonna be a lot of fun thank you so much for tuning in clicking that play button today i really appreciate it no matter how you're listening if you're listening on the soundcloud you know to hit that follow button i appreciate it you know if you're listening on the youtube to hit that subscribe give this video a like a dislike depending on what you thought about it be sure to comment anything like that and last but not least if you are listening on the itunes easiest way to listen to the harder show be sure to hit that subscribe button and keep up with everything that goes on on the itunes with the harder show you don't even have to think about it once you hit that subscribe button the harder show is automatically downloaded to your device when it is posted who doesn't like that you know what i'm saying who doesn't like just not having to think about it it just happens <laughs> so that's gonna do it for me today guys thank you so much again for tuning in and i'll catch you guys next time on the harder show Take